When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll tell you who we've been, we've kept him waiting way too long. Joel Kane joins us from our flagship in Sydney, SEN, your home of sport. Joel, sorry to keep you waiting, my friend. And can you remember a better start to the NRL than what we've seen in the last couple of nights? Uh, G'day, Stevie, Gary. I tell you what, you haven't kept me waiting because uh, that was a fascinating sort of chat then. And, And you know what? There's far bigger things in rugby league. So well done to Gary and the team and everyone who's getting around that great cause. Uh, but to the football, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's always the way, isn't it? Tipping comps get thrown into disarray from the absolute <laughs> get-go. Um, I thought Parramatta were home. Parramatta were never behind at any stage in that round one clash. I tipped Newcastle, so I was none from two. And then uh, I tipped Panthers. So I'm actually none from three. Broncos had the high, the audacity, the gall to overcome the Panthers. But that's uh, you just get the sense that this year is far more condensed than what it has been in the past. And you've just got to be turning up every week. There's no gimme putts, so to speak. Joel, what is it with Craig Bellamy and the Melbourne Storm in round one? Why Why are they, you know, 20 years in a row, they've won that first game? Why is that? I'll tell you exactly why, Gary, is because I, I heard an interview with Cooper Cronk a few years ago, and, and they asked him, they said, Cooper, you know that the Melbourne Storm, and they weren't talking specifically about round one, but they said, do you know the Melbourne Storm average seven wins from their first ten rounds every year, which just about books you into the final straight away. And they said, well, why is that? And he said, I'll tell you why it is, is because most clubs go about reinventing the wheel in the off-season. For whatever reason, things didn't go to plan or, you know, they weren't as happy. He said, what we do at the Melbourne Storm, our off-season is treated as the next round. We, we just keep doing exactly what we're doing at the back end of the season. And because people are making so many changes, other teams, at the start of the year, then we just pick them off. And, and if we can get seven wins out of ten, uh, you're just about there. And, and that's what they've forever done. And that probably also explains why Bellamy always gets off to such a great start. You know, I listened to SEN a lot yesterday, and I did hear Matty White yesterday afternoon, and he said, Joel, that the Dolphins coming into the competition means that the player spread... I mean, now there's a less of a pool, so that's one of the reasons why we're going to see a lot of closer games. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And those teams at the top, um, those teams having success like the Panthers, you know, everyone thinks they're worth more. So you lose people like Kikau and Coruscant, and everyone in the off-season was saying, and they're still saying it this morning, how big a loss Appy Coruscant is. I'm probably swimming, which he is, there's no doubt about that. I'm probably swimming against the tide. I personally believe, gentlemen, I think Kikau is a far bigger loss. And, and the reason I say that is that I think this Sonny Luke, he, he will get close enough to where Appy was, and then you still have Mitch Kenny eventually on the bench. But what you don't have is that absolute strike. I think he's won Dallium second row of the year three times in a row. Uh, Viliame Kikau, of course, is who I'm talking about. But not only him, it's a knock-on effect. So what I saw last night was... Jerome Luai was nowhere near as effective as he normally is. And I think because typically when you're looking up marking Jerome, that's all well and good. 
but you've got to worry about this big absolute gun being Villarme Kickout. This time round, they don't have to worry about Kickout. So I just saw a knock-on effect with Jerome Luai, and, and I just think, and I hope I'm wrong for his sake, that Jerome Luai's season will be nowhere near as good as what it has been in the past, purely because that threat of Kickout next to him has been removed. Yeah, Joel, what did you make of Adam Reynolds last night? I tell you what, um, if he was a racehorse, Gary, they'd say uh, terrific first up because he didn't do any trials. Like He, he didn't do any yeah. trials and he turned up and did what he did. The field goal, the, the pass for uh, Herbie Farmworth to score the try. I, I thought, Gary, he was perfect. What do you think? Yeah, well, I said earlier, it's as close to a 10 out of 10, the old rugby league yeah. week, that I've seen in an opening round from someone that just steered his team and... So many big moments, including slotting that field goal. And that was after. That was after an astute captain's challenge. Yes. And, and this, and you could just imagine the conversation where, um, and it had to be raised at some stage. It wouldn't have come from Kevy. I think it would have been Adam saying, hey, coach, I, I don't pick me in the trials. I don't need the trial. Trust me on this. I'll, I'll be okay. And as a coach, you get a bit itchy feet saying, oh, can't you just play 20 minutes for me? You know, can't you just play a little bit for me? He said, no, no, I'll be right, coach. And... I remember playing trials and your lungs are hanging out. So the, I never actually ever went into a season first up without a trial. So I can't imagine. But he backed himself. He was confident about what he was going to do. And on the coverage for Channel 9 last night, Andrew Johns pointed this out. One of the Herbie Farmworth tries where the kick goes through and he chases through. Um, Adam Reynolds was basically one of the only guys supporting him up the middle of the field. He doesn't play a part in the play. But, you know, fitness was there clearly. Willingness to win was there clearly. And what a start for the Broncos. We talk about Johnny Sattler. You know, you can go back to Sam Burgess against the Bulldogs in the grand final. But what about Cameron Munster oh. Thursday night? Can you elaborate on that for us? Yeah, well, we called the game. It was myself, uh, Brett Kamali, and also Spud Carroll. Now, Spud Carroll's left hand looks like one of those skill tester machines. You know, <laughs> you know those, uh, those big claws. And so, so he was talking about the fact that um, he said, boys, if he's gone off the field, this is when it first happened, if it's a compound fracture, which is basically when the bone leaves the skin, he said he'll be out for three or four weeks. We won't see him back. So then all of a sudden, Dom Craniti, who was helping us behind the scenes, he says, boys, confirmed um, compound fracture. So I basically said, on the advice of Spart, I said, well, that's Cameron Munster out of the game. Now, he comes back onto the field. And, and why this was such a big win for the Melbourne Storm, two things... And I'll get back to Munster. Well, well Munster comes back on and, and has that marvellous play. It was Scotty Prince. Scotty Prince used to do the big over-exaggerated show and go, and then he threw it out the back. And, and, and that ultimately wins them the game. Him coming back onto the field wins them the game. But why it was such a big win as well, boys, is that with only eight interchange, it's so important to manage your interchange well. Corey Oates left the field, so there's one interchange that you didn't bank on. Munster comes off the field and back on. So there's three interchanges that you don't budget for, which means you've only essentially got five. So if, to never be in front at any stage of the game, to use only five interchange, to go into overtime, you're the team who's clearly with only five interchange. It has to be the team under the pump, and you still find a way to win. It, it was remarkable. Munster, just tough, tough, tough. Hey, Sugar, we've got a couple of sellouts today. So Manly... The winners of the preseason challenge winning that $100,000 take on the Mighty Bulldogs. Premiers in 38, 42, 1980, 84, 85, 88, 1995, and 2004. 
Both uh, brand new coaches. How do you see that one going? Oh, I found this to be the hardest game of the week, boys, to be honest with you. Every time I see this fixture every single year, I think about the 1995 grand final. You mentioned 95. <laughs> and for, for your listeners who don't know the story, and I was lucky enough to play with Jim Dimmick over in London Broncos, and, and he, t he told me the story where they had agreed as a team that they were going to win the grand final, and then when they won the grand final, on Mad Monday, they'd all get their heads shaved together. And for whatever reason, that's what they were going to do. It comes to grand final day in 1995, and Jimmy Dimmick walks into the Shed's grand final day with his head shaved, right? <laughs> and, and the boys go, Jimmy, that was for Mad Monday. What are you doing? He said, boys, I woke up. I knew we were going to win it. So I wanted to get ahead of the curve, shave my head. Well, guess what happened? They won the grand final. And guess who the Clive Churchill medalist was? Yeah. Yeah, what a player. Yes. Sensational player. So... Who are you leaning towards? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm leaning towards Canterbury. Can, I, I'm, I'm not falling into the trap, and I could easily be wrong because Tommy Turbo is just Tommy Turbo, but I'm not falling into the manly trap that everyone has on the back of the pre-season uh, tournament. A couple of reasons why. Their defence was really bad last year. And, and look, he's, I think he's a good coach, Seabold, but he's not a miracle worker. The other thing is this. Two other things. They won nine games last year, which on paper you think, okay, that's fair enough, nine games. But eight of those games were against teams. Canberra finished eighth. It was either Canberra or below. So they beat next to nothing. And the other thing is people are blaming the Pride jersey fiasco, but it's still the response of the players there. And, and their response was basically just tools down. So is it a culture thing? I'm, I need to see it first. Kick hours, I mentioned, for Penrith is a major out and a major in for Canterbury. I've never in my lifetime seen a player who is better at the charge down uh, than kick out. I, I, I think Canterbury can win, boys. So I'll, I'll be tipping Canterbury. But, disclaimer, I'm none from three at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can you believe we're getting the wind-up from our producer back yeah. at headquarters, Adam Staples. A couple of games I'm really looking forward to, West Tigers versus the Titans. I saw the West Tigers. I was at Belmore when they had that big win over Canberra. Dolphins, Redcliffe, I've got such a soft spot for them because I grew up in Queensland, saw Arthur Beetson play his final ever game against Souths, wow. a team that contained Mal Meninga. And it seemed like Queensland came to a stop to watch Arthur Beetson play his final game uh, but, but the one I'm really looking forward to Sharks versus Rabbitohs is an absolute blockbuster tonight at 7.35 how do you see that Joel? Oh look Nico Hines is a massive out South Sydney of course absolutely smashed Cronulla last time I, I think it'll be closer than you think but I do think South Sydney would know Nico get the cash all right, mate. You're the hardest working man in showbiz. Why are you at headquarters at this time of the day? Well, we've got a show starting today called Let It Ride. Scotty Sattler, myself, Bears head Brian Fletcher. So we're going to be talking all things racing and rugby league. So we're going to be your companions, so to speak, on your Saturday afternoon. From 12 o'clock, we kick off crunch time for two hours. Adrian Prezenko is going to join us for that as well. So ready to rock and roll. Season is underway. Round one's underway. Can't wait. And uh, enjoying the show too, boys. Go well. Yeah, so unlike Buttes, uh, Joel's in, like, what, three hours early? <laughs> As opposed to three minutes early. That's it. Uh, thanks again for your time, mate. We'll catch you soon. Always love to be on the show, boys. Thanks for having me.